0: Einstein, His Life and Universe by Walter Isaacson One sentence summary Einstein, His Life and Universe takes a close look at the life of Albert Einstein, beginning in how his childhood shaped him, what his biggest discoveries and personal struggles were, and how his focus changed in later years, without his genius ever fading until his very last moment. My favorite quote from the author is There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is. Albert Einstein If you've read the biography of Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson, you'll sure get a kick out of this one as well. He also wrote this biography of Albert Einstein, basing his research on previously uncovered material and taking a look not just at the facts of Albert Einstein's life, but also his character and personality. Reading biographies is one of the best ways to spend your time. Because you can consume an entire person's life in just a few hours. As Warren Buffett says, people only learn from mistakes but nobody says they have to be your own. If you look at lives like Einstein's and try to see what they did right and wrong that's a whole lot of time you can shave off your own learning curve. Plus you might not even know what Einstein is actually famous for other than quotes like imagination is more important than knowledge. In that case today's the day that changes. Here are three lessons from Einstein, his life and universe. 1. Einstein always preserved his sense of childhood curiosity, which is a key part of his success. 2. He did not get his Nobel Prize for his theory of relativity. 3. Your journey through life never stops, until you die. Ready to peek into one of the greatest minds that ever existed? Let's do it. Einstein, his life and universe lesson one never lose your sense of childhood curiosity this answers the question what kept albert einstein so bent on doing more research throughout his life albert einstein had an unusual childhood a few crucial events he would remember for the rest of his life which ended up ensuring his never-ending sense of curiosity when he was sick in bed at just four years old his dad gave him a compass which Albert held in amazement. He felt very excited, a rush of wonder, and wanting to know more about science. This memory and feeling he kept with him. The violin lessons his mom arranged for him were another key component, as the music was a way for his subconscious to creatively process whatever he was thinking about. He would later often play the violin while mulling over complex physics problems. Einstein learned about scientific concepts and important people very early as well. For example, when medical student Max Talmai mentored him through his weekly visits and gave him books from Immanuel Kant and Aaron Bernstein. Because he was Jewish, he faced social exclusion in school and was known as a prankster, both of which in turn made him willing to venture off on his own path, which was important later when developing his theories, and not particularly fond of authority. One of his famous quotes is the one on top of his summary. There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. Einstein kept his childhood sense of wonder, which is what allowed him to do the latter and never stop questioning. Seems like his life turned out well, so you'd probably do good in keeping yours as well. Einstein, his life and universe, lesson two. Einstein got his Nobel Prize for something called the photoelectric effect. This answers the question, What did Albert Einstein receive his Nobel Prize for? Do you know how Einstein's most famous equation goes? You have seen it, I'm 100% sure. It's E equals mc squared, and it's part of his theory of special relativity. Part of this theory is that the speed of light is constant, which makes it the only thing that's not relative, and therefore time itself must be relative, which is well explained in Stephen Hawking's book A Brief History of Time. But Albert Einstein's Nobel Prize has nothing to do with his theory of relativity. He received it for explaining something called the photoelectric effect. He was building on the findings of Max Planck and Philipp Lenard, and his theory came down to this. The level of energy of electrons, which were ejected when, for example, light shines on a metal plate, could not be explained by the intensity of the light, only by its frequency. So, A stronger light just meant more emitted electrons, not higher energy ones. Yet, based on their previous conclusions that light consisted only of waves, energy levels based on light intensity should have made perfect sense. Einstein concluded that light therefore didn't travel just in waveform, but also in the form of discrete particles, later called light quants, the basic elements of what would become quantum theory. And therefore... Both waves and particles existed alongside one another. Bear in mind that all of this was theory when he postulated it in 1905, yet all of his predictions were confirmed as correct 10 years later, for which he received the Physics Nobel Prize in 1921. Einstein, his life and universe, lesson 3. Until the day you die, your journey through life doesn't stop, so neither should you. This answers the question, what is Einstein's recipe for discipline? Albert Einstein died in 1955 from internal bleeding when an aneurysm in his stomach burst. The 76-year-old refused surgery, saying it was his time to go. In his last week, he had signed a manifesto, prepared a radio speech, and by his deathbed, his family members found 12 pages full of equations. His curiosity and desire to make the world a better place through his research never stopped. Until the last second, he was dedicated to living life to the fullest. That's probably his biggest lesson. As Casey Neistat illustrated this week when hitting 4 million subscribers on YouTube, the momentum that propels you toward death never stops from the second you're born. So the best you can do is to never stop living the best life you can and continuing on your path until you take your last breath and can die with no regrets. My personal takeaways from Einstein, his life and universe for 2017. Okay, I think you will like my takeaways from this one. With biographies, it's a bit harder for me to add stuff because the lessons are so tied to the person, right? Um, But maybe I can share a little bit about how I try to apply them to my own life, I guess. Um, And also, I would like to point you to a couple other books uh, which might make sense to follow this one up with, either in audio or in reading on 4-Minute Books or wherever, or the full books, of course. Now, so first of all, Childhood Curiosity. There's another book which I did the summary for this week, the audio, which is called A Curious Mind. It's by Brian Grazer who is the producer, I think, of movies like A Beautiful Mind, uh, Frost, Nixon, um, I don't want to tell you any other ones I'm not sure of, but anyway, he's a very prolific movie producer, and the guy talks about curiosity and how staying curious has helped him throughout his career, and for Einstein that's the same, because, I mean, curiosity is what begets learning obviously right because if you're curious you start asking questions and if you start asking questions you start looking for answers and only through finding answers can you get where you want to go and that's true for happiness that's true for finance that's true for being a good dad that's good for anything in life really and so keeping your sense of curiosity is really important and curiosity is linked a lot to fun right so do things that are fun because these will spark you, create your curiosity and that will start leading you down a path where you can actually win. Um, it's it's not that hard, but it's not obvious because there's so much entanglement about like passion and careers and is it right or not and so on. Um, but fun is always where it starts. Fun, curiosity, passion, these kinds of things, that's always how it starts. That's never how you get there in the end, because once you have found something that is fun, you need to flip the switch and go into insane discipline mode and treat it like you're a professional, because there will always be non-fun days and non-fun things to do. But when you know, man, this thing in and of itself is very much fun to me, I can't stop being curious about this, um, then that's a good sign. And... There is another quote, and I think, I'm not exactly sure whether it's by Winston Churchill or someone else, but it goes, uh, never give up on something that you can't go a day without thinking about. And I think that perfectly sums up um, what Einstein did, because for him, that thing was physics, and physics made him insanely curious, and let him keep his child curiosity, so that's what he did. held on to tightly throughout his entire life and that's what made his life and career okay second lesson i think the only takeaway i have from that first of all a brief history of time in my summary there i try to explain how time why time can only move forward why it's relative and so on i hope i've done a fairly decent job of explaining it in layman's terms because physics you know is tough especially this kind of physics um, so if you want to know more about Einstein's theory of relativity and why time is relative and so on, read the summary for A Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawking. Um, this one is interesting because, first of all, Nobel Prize winners often seem to have gotten their Nobel Prizes for things I wouldn't, I don't know them for, right? So if I know someone like Alan Turing is known for the Turing machine, I don't think he received a Nobel Prize. Um, but usually there's like some contribution that for the research field itself was bigger than what they ended up being remembered for because maybe the latter thing had the bigger effect on the public the other thing had a bigger effect on the scientific community um, so that's what they were honored for Um, i don't know if i explained it well but basically he looked at electrons that were emitted from light and said you know what the intensity of the light which we vary and then the, the number of electrons varies that makes sense but shouldn't with the intensity of the light also the energy level of the electrons themselves matter right so let's just put a number on it to make it more clear um, if the light was let's say the light is at 100 and and the electrons emitted were also at 100 um and then you would crank up the intensity on the light you crank up the intensity so it goes to the light and energy is 150 but the end the electron energy is still 100 and so that didn't add up right and that's when einstein postulated again all in theory so he made this stuff up in his mind which is pretty insane he said that hmm so maybe the the um Waves are only responsible for the the intensity, maybe the waves are only responsible for the strength, uh, the number of electrons, but not for the energy level, and there's something else that comes with them, and that's when they start talking about discrete particles called quants, and quantum theory is built on that, and um, that's when he started talking about these quants and realizing hmm, maybe the quants are really what puts the energy into the light and the waves are just how the light travels right and how many particles there are and so on so that's a, a totally new element he he added to that theory which turned out to be correct and that's why he was awarded the nobel prize <laughs> and the last one you should not stop your life's journey until you die it really depends on what you want but if you want to be remembered then days like I am having right now where it's a Sunday morning 1 22 a.m. yes like I was out till like 12 a.m. on Saturday and now it's one and a half hours later and I'm sitting here and I'm recording this then you can never stop you can never ever stop and the Casey Neistat video Uh, explains this really really well let me actually tell you what the name for that is it's 500k to 4 million in 18 months it's by Casey Neistat published on YouTube on August 9th 2016 and in that he describes part of his formula for success and he holds up a sign and there's like life and death and in the middle there's one big fat arrow and it says and he says the moment you are born you travel towards dying And you cannot stop that journey. And you don't know how long it's going to be for you. You don't know what affects that momentum. You don't know the speed of it. You know nothing about that. The only thing you know is at the end you will die. And what you do with everything, however much time you get in between, is up to you. But if you really want to make it count, if you really have some crazy goal, if you, whatever you want, if you commit yourself entirely, if you commit the entire arrow, the entire thing in between, that dream then you will either get it or you will die before you get it and you will die free of regrets and i think that's a pretty good way to live one's life and if i end up on my deathbed with a couple written pages next to it that would be super awesome that will make me super happy all right i hope you feel super inspired right now to do something awesome i hope you go out and start doing it right away and i will see you on the next summary